This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is what happens when I have a friend on the podcast. We just dive right in. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I have a dear friend of mine, Kristen Doty, and I love that she, she just rolled in here looking chic as fuck and was like, said something about diarrhea and I was like, she was walking down the hall, I hear it, she comes in the office, I was like, hold up. You have diarrhea, but your you'd dog. Rather, you'd rather me <laughs> say I might have COVID than walking into your office <laughs> and saying I have diarrhea. I do not have diarrhea. Well, I would like, admit if I did to you. Okay, good. Because I'm ye old, like thin right now trying to yeah. pack on the pounds. So anything that's going to make me have diarrhea or throw up, I just can't afford it. <laughs> my, my friend, my Luke who is my co-host on my podcast. Your podcast, Sex, Love, and What what Else else Matters matters with Kristen Doty. Because nothing else does. It really doesn't. Luke left town yesterday. He's been in LA. He lives in Colorado. He left town yesterday to go home and handle some shit. And while he's handling his shit, I'm handling his German Shepherd's shit. I'm telling you I think it's harder than a baby. What do you think? You have one. I don't. I feel like a human would never make me feel that like stressed out because it's like, but it's my baby. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's stressful. I'll tell you the difference. And shitting and stuff, but it's my purse. It's my little baby. One hundred percent, your baby is like your baby, and I'm sure there are people <laughs> out there. Your dog is like your baby, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure there are people out there who don't have a connection to children, and their dogs really are their babies. As someone who has always wanted kids, but is dog obsessed, mm-hmm. like. Lily is my baby and I've said to her said to Lily even when I was pregnant I was like don't worry because I could never love this baby as much as I love you like there's just no possible way and Um, then yeah (laughs) ocean like slip and slide it out of my vagina and it was like Lily sorry (laughs) I know and I was I listened um I was listening to your last podcast when Isam came back on with you guys and in the very beginning, you said, I wish everyone could experience my baby. And I'm like, I do too. Aww. I wish everyone could experience Ocean because Jess posted a selfie video that Ocean took. <laughs> selfie video that Ocean took. Is and the I immediately thing. wrote you and I said, I have one of those on my phone too from Thanksgiving. <laughs> you do. And she's and like she holding the phone up, up like she's taking a selfie in good light. I wonder actually- who she's seen that angle from. <laughs> no, it's incredible. <laughs> Kyle saw that on my phone and he yeah. said, did she take that video herself? And I said, yeah, she does. He said, wait. He like was shocked. He's like, no, she's a genius. She is. Okay. Is she? She's Mensa. I, 
I don't know. But like last night, okay, so she gets these little rashes where her diaper sits on her legs because she's got little legs. She little, does. Little she's stars. a little OCD. And she's a tiny little tot, but she's peeping like an almost two-year-old. So there's like a lot. So we got to size up in the diapers, right? Mm -hmm. So the diapers are baggy, but they <laughs> fill up pretty quick. But she knows that when I change her diaper that I put cream on the little, like, I guess, rashes on her yeah. legs. She has her baby out yesterday, you guys, with the diaper, with the wipes, like um, <laughs> those little bitty babies or yeah. whatever from American Girl. You can get all the little stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's diaper rash cream. And I'm watching her dab it on both of the inside of the baby's legs before she puts My the Is she fucking genius? She's Mensa. Is she, I she actually her. is. No, genius. Wild. Um, back to what I was going to say about the dogs. Mm. I feel like dogs actually are harder and here's why. Because a baby like is only a baby for so long and then they, with every day that passes, they become more and more independent, right? And Having they know a, how to, they learn how to they communicate They learn how to communicate a dog is basically a newborn forever. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's where it is very different. That's so true. So you basically have four new newborns living yeah. at your house. <laughs> like they know how to communicate as much as they can. But yeah, like little cries. But they just depend on me the way that a newborn does. Like you have to let me outside. You have to feed me. You have to give me water. You have to play with me. <sighs> and if I have to projectile poop everywhere, yeah. like, and I can't get outside quick enough, and I can't sit on a toilet. And I don't have I'm a backyard anymore. You know what, though, babe? You'll get there. Let's talk about that. Because I, I was there when you became a homeowner. Yeah. I was there when you sold your home. And we. I didn't like it as like a going away party. It was more like, let's celebrate. You said new beginnings. It's new beginnings. But it was not the new beginning I was looking forward to. Well, girl, I feel you on that. It's yeah. a very strange yeah, actually, feeling. Actually, we're in similar positions, although very not. But, but like still having moving in with someone else into their home and starting a life. Totally. So I thought granted right? I was not engaged or with child, but just, yeah. But you know what? I really think situations are, are relative, you know, like right. you could be going through something completely different than me and our pain could be the exact same. Like who is one to judge, which is more painful than the right. other. It doesn't matter. Pain is pain. So you having to sell this home that you had worked for for your entire life. Yeah. I mean, what was like the mourning process of that? I've never been oh, a homeowner. God. Oh my God. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll like start at the end and work backwards, but like the very, very last night, I almost just slept in a sleeping bag. But like I stayed there for so long and just cried on my back. I could like cry right now thinking about it. Like I cried on my back patio like a couple of people came over like a neighbor and zach my best friend and like came over and we like had a glass of wine but i mostly just like sat there just staring at everything like no furniture these people are about to like come take over the especially because i didn't buy a turnkey house you know like you i bought it. i put a lot of work a lot of love a lot of like, money a lot of money so, yeah, I, I still have this feeling like one day it's going to be my second home. One day I'm going to be so stupid wealthy that I'm just going to go back to those people or whoever owns it. And I'll be like, what do you want for it? That's I'll give so it amazing. Back. Do you realize I you're, need it. you're manifesting right now on this podcast? Yeah. And I believe in that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I've driven by it twice. 
I won't do it again. They've painted it like this ugly shade of like elephant sad gray with like a black mesh fence around it. I'm like, this house was like magical and, and whimsical. It, no, very whimsical. It felt like, like you were in a storybook. <laughs> yeah. And like the yeah. the fence and just the, the greenery, rose bushes and, all of it. It was like, yeah. I feel like I'm in a nursery rhyme. <laughs> yeah. And that was, was that a lot of your doing? You said you didn't buy a turnkey house. So was a lot of it there when you moved in or did you move in and just put all of that work into it? No, the vibe, it was, I bought the house because of the vibe. Okay. I knew it. going yeah. in, I had to like knock down walls, redo floors, like gut things. I got it almost the whole backyard, but it was just like something about that house. I kept... Like the day that I saw it, I just like, I would walk out to the street, take a moment. I'm like, I got to go back in. I got to go back in. Yeah, you knew it was, it was just, calling it's like, you. Like with a dog, you like meet your dog. Like mm-hmm. your do- you know that that's your animal. It's like, I knew that was my house. Right. Regardless of how much work it was going to take. I am curious though with your house, Kristen, mm-hmm. do you think you had so much attachment and love to it? I mean, I'm sure there's many, many reasons. Like you said, you put so much work into it. Did you go through some like deep changes there or like find yourself or how long were you there? Oh yeah. Oh my God. I was there two and a half years, but it was like the most independent I had ever felt because I had just broken up with my ex-boyfriend Carter and kept my apartment for a couple months like in the interim while I was like making changes. But I really like moved in there on my own. At that time, I was still doing the show Vanderpump and... Then I got my book deal. I wrote my entire book in that house, in that backyard, and like a little bit in Palm Springs, but whatever. And like I had a James May office, and I was just, I was fucking thriving. Yeah, like at her thriving. home, it was her house. And then you went out to like this amazing backyard, which was also just like such a, fe- the whole thing was very feel good. Yeah. But there was a second. It was the garage that was converted. It was converted. But she had, it was amazing. It was beautifully done. And she had like cute chairs and her neon sign that said James May and all of her area where she would package things. So it was not only like a feel good home, but it was also very functional. It was was super productive. Totally. Because essentially that like the, like long story short, but the office was meant to be kind of like a showroom at the time, I had an office downtown in L- downtown LA where I had people like packing all my stuff. But then the pandemic hit right a year after I, I bought it, that. so it was like we had to get out of downtown. I wasn't, you know, we were in legit lockdown where we weren't even allowed in that building anymore. So we had to move all of our inventory. But I was like, oh, thank God, I have all this space. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's do the damn thing. Now it's an actual functional office not just a showroom there's going to be seasons and it sounds so fucking cheesy and until you're in it experiencing seasons of life you just have to roll with it and go I don't know why the fuck this is happening but what I do know is nothing lasts forever correct and you you in those moments we talk about this all the time Jess and I in those moments you choose am I sinking or am I swimming Mm, I like that Mm -hmm. and you fucking swam yeah and even I'm though tre- I'm treading water for sure. Hey, Doggy guess paddling. what? Your head is above water. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So whatever type of technique you're doing, it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And you have incredible people around you. And I yes, have to I say, do. I don't realize or didn't realize how sensitive my friend Kristen is. <laughs> <laughs> she comes off as a real tough bitch. Like, I think you might be more sensitive than me. Oh, I'm way more sensitive than you. But What's you your come- sign? 
Aquarius. But I'm like right on the cusp of Pisces, so I feel like I have all that uh, like emo Pisces in me. Okay. Right. I'm yeah. just like my sister and I talk about all the time, like because whenever I needed, like I call my sister about something going on in my life. She's like, "Do you want advice, or do you just want me to listen?" Because my sister is a cancer, and I can I don't understand cancers to save my life. We have so many cancers in our life on the cast, and what do and none of them are the same. But like my sister is like, she always says she doesn't feel feelings, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I feel them enough for the both of us." Right, you don't need to feel feelings, <laughs> yeah. baby. I got that covered. Yeah. So I cried one time because there was a, a Luke and I were in Colorado <laughs> and on the ranch um, where my friend Rachel O'Brien lives, blah, blah, blah. I've talked about it on my podcast, the ranch, but it's the most beautiful, like clear skies. You know, there's nothing around. It's like, like just Utah, like L.A. Like, just beautiful. <laughs> just like L.A. <laughs> but one time we were looking and I was not on like mushrooms or anything. I wasn't even stoned. And we're looking at the sky and I saw this cloud that was like nowhere near all the other clouds. And I was like, that cloud's so lonely. And I got so sad for that cloud. And I was like, it needs to like go be with its friends. He's like, are you really fucking sad about a cloud right now? You know what, though, Kristen? I so relate to that. Yeah. Like if I were to see that, I'd be like, I'm that cloud. Like there's something about that cloud. Like I'm identifying with it right now. Can you go to the movies alone, either of you? I can't, but Kyle can. He loves it. Oh, I think it's... I don't even want to no. go to the movies with people. <laughs> no. Do, I, can you? No. 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 You can't enjoy it alone? I can't, either. like, just go to a restaurant alone. If I have my computer with me and my dogs and I'm like, I need to get out of the apartment. I just need to, like, be somewhere more open with sunshine. Okay. If I'm working. But I can't just, like, go enjoy a meal alone. Okay. Well, I, need the, just, I need to, like, connect with people. So mm. is it more of it's not that you can't go by yourself? Or I is can. it like I just don't want to? I don't want to. Well, I don't want uh, to either. Yeah. Of course I'm, on, like, yeah. capable. But how boring is that? Some people thrive. I get what you're saying, though. Some people thrive off of that. I, when I used to, like, wait tables, there would be women who come in. They get their book. They have a glass of oh, wine. Yeah, they're so, sitting there. They sit there for hours. Oh, honey, when I was a drinker. I don't even need anybody because I'm seeing double of everything. <laughs> Some people thrive on it. But I drink. The last thing I want to do is go drink alone somewhere. Yeah. Like the point for me of of like having a glass of wine, it's like a, a moment. It's an experience. It's like sharing. Totally. I get what it's you mean. camaraderie. <laughs> yes. Know? Totally. I completely get it. But I realized the first time that you were as sensitive as you are, which now I know I got a baby, <laughs> my friend. Time, tell the me. first time was when Andy Cohen asked me, uh, who would you trust the least with watching your kid? Now, let me be very, very clear. My cast, even though I don't connect with all of them, like I believe that if I were to leave my daughter with a person on the cast, she would be very well taken care of, especially Kristen Doty, because you're great with children. I know that she would not only be loved, I know she'd be fed, and I know she'd have a fucking fun time. <laughs> All right? True. But for me, it was like a lighthearted question, right? And when I think of Kristen Doty, and I love her so much, she is the car wash man. <laughs> you know, the, the inflatable ones. Okay? Yeah. So I thought I was making a lighthearted joke about it, and I hurt your feelings. Yeah. And I've apologized to you, but I want to tell you, I'm so sorry that I hurt I your know. feelings. Sometimes I sensitive. I know, and I'm gonna baby you more. I and cried. I was like, "Why oh. would she say that?" Like, and now, and I'm the oldest girl, oh. and I don't have a baby yet. Oh. And now everyone's gonna think that I'd make a bad mom. That uh. was, by the way, if it was <laughs> Oprah who was asking me that question, I wouldn't have said that. But it was like, yeah, 
Andy Cohen, the show's like, it makes light of the chaos. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry that I did that. But I then, literally was like, you could have said James Kennedy. <laughs> Do you, would you, I was going to ask James, <laughs> would you, if, if you had to leave Ocean with James for five hours? Oh, I, I don't know that overnight. I, no, yeah. <laughs> no, and not because I don't trust him. There's just so many things that could go wrong. You know, you leave a gate open, she could fall down the stairs. If he smokes pot, like, and he lives a very fun, single in the sense where he doesn't have children or a mm -hmm. wife. But even if you're a great parent, like, accidents happen. So I would, I would just be nervous. Mm. You I know? would, like, if, if Ocean came to my apartment, I, I mean, there's, like, nothing. I'm literally thinking there's nothing sharp. I would Amazon immediately the outlet plug cover things <laughs> and then just, like, bubble wrap some stuff. Yeah, totally. There you go. And you got to be careful about the dogs. That's how I feel like I'm going to be as a mom. Like, yeah. I want to be the mom that's like, let them fall. Let them experience it. Like, it's going to be okay. But I literally feel like I'm going to bubble wrap my entire house. <laughs> yeah, and just no. follow them around. <laughs> yeah. No, and by the way, compared to my friends, like, they went all out when the kids were a certain age. Like, now as they get a little bit older, things change. You yeah. aren't worried about things that you may have I was about to ask you that. been yeah. worried about. Because I've obviously I've known Ocean since she was a teeny tiny toddler. Yeah, newborn. But like, when do you feel like it got easier? Like when you just went, oh, okay, I'm I, a mom now. This is easy. Right. Like she's developing. Like I don't have to be so freaked out all the time. Well, I remember the first time she bled, mm -hmm. which I think you were there. I, we yeah. were at Jackson Brittany's bow. I put her in like this little thing, you know, the circular thing where they can play with all the toys and like spin around. But she was so short <laughs> that she couldn't touch the bottom. And so Bo, being the sweet person that he is, he put books so that she could, you know, touch. Like and move herself. Her up, yeah, yeah, boost her yeah. up. But when she was moving, she was her little toes were getting like paper cuts. Oh. And I pick her up and I have blood on my hand and I lost <gasps> my fucking yeah. mind. Well, did you know where it was from at first? When I looked at her foot, I put two and two together. Right. Yeah. But it's yeah. just the moment, though, but that you're like... But things get scarier. <gasps> it's like, yeah, she's going to fall. Like, the other day, I see her baby shark go flying across the floor, and I heard a thud, and I was like, clearly she fell. <laughs> she bumped her lip on her teeth, and she's bleeding, and it's like, okay, she's fine. But you don't worry about the little falls anymore. You worry about, okay, she can fall, but, like, if she falls down the stairs, right. not great. As I consider it a bump, that gets scary. Yeah, I don't even know how we got into this. I don't know either. No, you're oh, just going like down the rabbit hole is who I would trust my <laughs> child with. I would. I just like talking about certainly. babies all the time. <laughs> you guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. 
So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what DashPass is, I'm about to change your world. DashPass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. DashPass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. The other night, so I had like a little get together for my mom's birthday. Keep in mind, oh. Kristen, let, <laughs> Kristen sent a group text after Thanksgiving letting us know that Luke was sick. And so my mom got the Rona. <laughs> okay. You said he he had COVID. (laughs) He's never had it before. And he was like, there's no, I mean, this is like, he has like an immune system that is like steel. Mm -hmm. And he's like, there's no way. And he, it was like a little scratchy throat and a lot of sneezing for two days. But my sister recently had it as well. And her symptoms for the second time, it was sneezing. And I'm like, "Mm, maybe you just need to take a test. Yeah. So he did. Yeah. And it was positive. He I, might be the last person I know that got it because really? literally everyone I know got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I they like, did. Yeah. I so she tells so, us yeah. this. And when we plan, well, not we, when I put together my mom's little birthday get together, I didn't invite Kristen because I knew the vid was circling in her household. <laughs> right. So I get a text from her asking. And yeah. then my heart hurt for you again because I was like, damn it. Now I know. I'm, like, I just- I'm staying off Instagram. <laughs> All my friends are there celebrating. Oh. Now I know. I just need to throw you in the text so you know you're invited. <laughs> right. And then you get to decline on your own. I don't know what it is. Yeah, right? I don't yes. know what it is. Maybe it's like the show, the canceling, the something. I don't know that like I've suddenly become this like, why am I not included? Like, you can get a manicure with other friends, but why am I not included in certain things? Oh, because I don't have a baby. Like, uh. But that gets to, that's that's a specific thing that happens a lot, yeah. especially in like small hometowns. Hometowns I'm seeing even with my sister, you get to an age, your friends start having babies, your friends start getting married. All of a sudden, your friends stop inviting you places if you don't have a partner mm-hmm. or if you don't have a baby. And totally, like, I get that. Or yeah. you're not married even. And she's like, what the hell? I mean, I don't really hang out with a ton of people, so I'm not finding that problem <laughs> right now. But it gets to that age where I think that's a very big concern that happens. It seems to happen a little more with women yeah yeah so that's interesting that that. does happen i don't really care about now i do care if i'm going with like a group of people who don't have kids and i have ocean and again you know i don't have her 
every single day. So for me, it's like, I have to be very selective. If I'm going to go do something, it better be like something that's worth going. It has to be like a birthday or like you're having, you're getting a cake at your AA meeting. Then I can leave my mom with Ocean for a few hours. Otherwise, like my kid is coming. Yeah, you want her with you all the time. Correct. So I have to ask my friends who don't have kids, like, is it cool if O comes? Because it does change the dynamic of things. Like, I'm going to be running around. But not the with dinner. me because I'm like, Jess, not- I don't hang out with that many people. Either. Do you feel, though, but there's sometimes where, especially visiting home, where I'll to ask my friends to go out to din- dinner. And if they say, I'm going to bring my baby, I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> not tonight. Because it so changes. No, I don't. I'm you're not like, like yeah, that? No, I'm oh. like, bring them, bring them, bring them. Bring but you're also them. extremely close with Brittany. Yeah. And her kid is with, like, they don't, I don't, they're like superheroes. Yeah. Jackson Brittany. They have not a one ounce of help. Mm-mm. Just the two of them. Brittany's mom is not. She lives in Kentucky. She lives in Kentucky. Yeah. I always forget that. I think everyone's mom Only is here. Only two people have ever babysat crews that are not Brittany, not family. Yeah. And it was our manager, Ryan, a long time ago. Jackson Brittany had something they like absolutely had to go to. And Ryan has a daughter who's like, you know, like in elementary school now. And they were like, okay, we can do this for like two hours when Cruz was a baby. And then a, maybe like a month ago, I got to watch Cruz. You did? Yeah. How'd it go? What? He literally locked himself in his baby jail with his iPad baby and like jail. never came out. I kept his trying. Baby jail. What is baby you jail? You know the baby jail? Like, oh, it's like the, the gate? Um, the plastic gate thing. Like the gray and white one that we and all have. And it has have. all of his toys in totally. it. Totally. Yes, I do know but what But literally, about. Jared Lipscomb and I were like, Sitting there watching Dancing with the Stars, I'm like begging Cruz to be my friend, like begging him to play with me, and he is as interested as like a, a dead fly. He's just like, he's like, hey, he's like, uh, he'll walk out just to be like, I want water, or I'd be like, do you want your bottle? You want this? You want a snack? Cool. And he would just take whatever I gave him and go right back into baby jail with his iPad and his blankie for like. Three hours. I'm like, Cruz, like, do you want to play? I like, would have play given money yeah. as a kid to have Kristen Doty right. and Jared Lips <laughs> be my babysitter. Yeah. Now that's a fucking vibe. Cruz yeah. has no idea what he missed out on. No, but I had And Brittany's texting me like every three seconds, like, how's he doing? Is everything okay? I'm like, Brittany, literally, he will not play with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing great. He's so independent now. Yeah. He just wants to watch his Mickey Mouse. And like sip on his like apple juice or whatever. No, you're a great aunt. Yeah. You're an amazing aunt. So are, maybe- are you like this? Well, your mom mostly watches Ocean. But yeah. like when I went to Brittany, <laughs> this is Brittany. I'm going to be there for two, three hours max, right? Okay. I walk in. She has three bottles of milk in the fridge, two giant things of the lemonade that she mixes his water with. Okay. And then all these bottles of water. And she's like, this is all here. I'm like, Brittany, you really think he's going to drink like two gallons of lemonade and three <laughs> bottles in the next two hours while you're gone? I don't know. How am I? Because you've watched thirsty. Ocean a few times. Yes, you are. So overprepared. Yeah, that you're like, you're like to me, because I used to nanny full time. I used to babysit. Mm-hmm. You're like a majority of the mothers. You're not too like this because I've babysat for women who are like and 5.30 you're going to do this 5.45 that's when this happens 5.47 exactly Six, yes you're like her milk's in the fridge she's just so easy though and I'm yeah. like do I heat she's it up and you're and like I'm you're fine very very chill you're chill you're like her milk's in the fridge you're good if I have a question you know I'm going to call or text you if so she it's starts like, punching you in your face it means she's tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Um. 
I love this. This is, we go on tangents on yeah. this podcast, but back to okay. why you sometimes feel left out. And yeah. you were saying it could be because maybe you're not on the show anymore. Maybe that triggered you. Is that something that still triggers you? Can you watch the show? I don't know if I will this season. I feel like I could, last year, last season, I watched two episodes. One, I watched with Katie. I went over Katie's house. She was like dyeing my hair for me. <laughs> and was it the finale, I think, or something? And I All watched right. like one other episode and that was it. And I was like, eh, I'm good. Like I want to watch to support my friends that are on it, but like I just, it's FOMO. You have FOMO. But then at the same time, it's it's kind of like a like back and forth thing because at the same time when I did what I did see didn't feel like the show I was on. Well, so it's then not. it didn't. It's completely me, different. You know? mm -hmm. It's a completely different show. Yeah. You know, you can't lose even though we're all friends, like let's just call it what it is, we lost like key fucking players. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you brought something that we'll never be able to replace. Jacks, mm -hmm. we will never be able to replace all yeah. day oneers, right? All, all, all day, yeah. OGs from the jump, yeah. yeah. Right. So we did have to go into the show, and for me personally, I was like, I'm going to be grateful that we get a season nine, but I'm definitely not banking that we will continue. Like mm -hmm. this is going to be most likely a farewell mm -hmm. because the show just looks different, and I don't know that the people that are left if they're able to carry a fucking show, mm -hmm. you know? Because a lot of people that are left, they want a kumbaya. And I hate right. to break it to you, <laughs> these folks don't want to watch you kumbaya. No. I know because I am an avid reality TV watcher. And mm -hmm. the second I see someone who is Switzerland, I'm like, bitch, you're yeah. boring. You need to be replaced. I don't know and I don't care. Don't fly. Right. It just exactly. doesn't. It just doesn't. So you won't watch this season because you feel triggered by it. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I'll know from like either you or Katie or someone like, or even Sheena, like, oh, I should watch that episode. You know, like Sheena's wedding. I was there, but I missed a lot of it. So I'm like, I'd like to see like some of the stuff that I missed or just certain moments I'll probably look at, but to like sit there and watch as a whole season, hell no, I couldn't do it. I'm you know what, salty. though, I <laughs> I Truth so appreciate your honesty. It's so refreshing to have someone say, like, I'm bummed. It yeah. hurts. I can't fucking yeah, it watch. Hurts. Yeah. No, no, I'm not mad about it. I'm not like it's not all this anger anymore. And I'm not like, oh, fuck that show. I got canceled. Fuck, you know, no, I'm like, I hope my friends still have a job next year. I hope that they can find a way to shift this. I mean, obviously, what I really hope is that Vanderpump gets canceled. We all have a brand new show together one day. <laughs> and we go back to being one big happy family that fights. <laughs> but, Dysfunctional but family. For the time being, I want you guys to all thrive and succeed and push your brands and everything that you're working on and using the show as a platform. Because that's what this shit is all about. We didn't do this for shits and giggles. You know? You don't do that show because it's... A, a great fucking time, you know? Like, yeah, you get to hang out with your friends while filming and entertaining people because that's what we're all really good at at the end of the day. Well, we all, we none of us moved out to LA to be on a reality TV no, show. No, we did not. Mm -mm. But off of that, would you, are you still open to reality TV if there was yes. an, okay. Yeah, definitely. There will be a point in time where we're all old and watching our grandkids run around totally. or, you know, 
have 12 dogs in our fabulous homes and you're sipping martinis and I don't think I'll be sipping martinis at that <laughs> point in time, but maybe um, some Perrier where we do get to look back and we're going to forget about all the other shit and go, we were on fucking TV. Yeah. What a time in our lives. And we have this like video memory book. Yes. Not always one that I want no. to back on. <laughs> Minus all the falls, the drunk and crying shitty moments do you, Lala pushing me what a weird like time that. in my life <laughs> you know it's with that of, fucking drunk so shih tzu not, hair yeah <laughs> what was that i don't know it's just like so shih not tzu. you it Who was like was this hard person? it was a hard outer cover to protect the sweet pea that lives within i've never been in a know? physical fight that's why when i pushed you i was like yeah. what the fuck did i just do and i ran <laughs> i ran i was like i've got to get out of here so I've, never, scary. I've never hit a girl before. You, well, I appreciate <laughs> I. you not hitting me because <laughs> I, I don't never. know. I need to rewatch. What is this? What season did you push her? Season Six? four, the very four. last episode. Katie yes. and Tom's engaged. Right after Katie and Tom's engagement, they party. get engaged, Jessica, and we're at Lisa Vanderpump's house <laughs> with Tom and Katie's family, like grandparents. And Kristen and Stassi are giving a very heartfelt speech to Long their winded. friends. That they doesn't matter. <laughs> heartfelt speech to their two friends who are now engaged, who they've known forever. And my drunk ass, ass, my drunk ass <laughs> drunk says ass. to them, "Can you wrap it up? What the fuck are you talking about?" Oh, I In do remember front that. Of everybody, can you wrap it up? Yeah. With like the finger twirling in the air. And then it cuts to me again. And I'm like. Meh, 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 meh. And then cameras shut down for us to now go film at Sir. At Sir. And I see a black car. And I'm broke as a motherfucker, right? I see a black car roll up. And I was like, I'm getting in it. This car is taking me to Sir. And the guy says, are you Chris and Doty? And I go, yep. <laughs> I get in. This bitch this. flies around. No. I don't remember I was this. mortified. You made me get out. And I was like, all right. I don't we'll remember see this at all. Like, well, we were all having a pretty fun yeah. time at Vanderpump's house. But it was just like those moments. I, I know that That's we've. Hilarious. I obviously have not been through what you've been through. But I hope that at some point in time we can look back. Because I can't even watch old episodes. Like right. I cringe and yeah. I feel very disgusted. Really? <laughs> 100%. Do oh. you watch old episodes? Hell no. No. Okay. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'll no, watch no. OG of everyone else. I'll yeah. watch I'll watch old Vanderpump episodes before I was on. I started that during COVID and I'm like this show is gold. <laughs> yeah. But to watch myself, no. We're going to need a lot of oh, years to I pass. I was messy. Really? Messy, 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 messy. You but know what's so strange is people like Dodie and I, there's no in between. No. You've got the rider dies or people who want to light us on fire. Yeah. <laughs> It's yep. no like, eh, she yeah, can no, she's stay fine. or go. She's nice. She's cool. Like Not no, at all. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. I kind of like that, though. I, I do, too. Take me for what I am. Yeah, and I'm not gray, mm -hmm. which is why we make great reality TV people, yep. because you can't be gray. You got to be black or white, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. You got to have an opinion. Yep. Which, when you guys were no longer on the show, I felt like I had to put all your guys' hats on. Yeah. I was like... I got to bring Kristen Doty. I got to pay yeah. homage to Jax and be the bone collector and carrier. Right. You know? And you really did kind of take the role of the me of like, wait, so you guys are fighting about what? Let me insert myself to like have the true conversation because clearly you're not having that conversation. Like a mediator? Like, yes, that's how, yeah. not mediator. No. It was like, 
Tom and Katie are fighting and Tom and Katie don't want to talk about why they're fighting. So Kristen is going to insert herself in the middle of their marriage or relationship and just iron out all the wrinkles. <laughs> right. Because even though like we all want to kumbaya, this is a fucking TV show. Yeah, so right. like, let's get it popping. And from an from an outsider looking in, there is something very special and was something very special. It still is about that group of people, about all of you. I'd say it was, I guess, season eight, season seven. That's a special group. There's like, you know, the reality TV producers. There's always like, they're like, we need the magic. We need the this. And that's what you guys had. I mean, if I was a, you know, genius reality TV producer, I would take that same group and go make something else, like you said. Because there's (laughs) something magic about that. About you guys. Yeah. My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over. And yours can be too. Thanks to Gift Mode on Etsy. I absolutely love this. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy to just tap or click on Gift Mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays, and I was tripping. Then I remembered, just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress-up costumes, fabulous capes, and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for Ocean. Gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Did you know today is a great day to warranty? Well, actually, every day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with American Home Shield Warranty. I signed up with American Home Shield the moment I decided to buy my house. With an American Home Shield Warranty, unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater won't break the bank because coverage repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. And not by me, my mom, or Easton. We wouldn't know the first thing to do if something stopped working in this house. I just contact American Home Shield when a covered item breaks and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. So having that sort of reassurance from American Home Shield is something to celebrate. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry, be warranty. Visit ahs.com slash GTL today to get 20% off any plan. That's ahs.com slash GTL for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. So now you're in this new, we'll call it new season of life, and you have a Luke. What is a Luke? A Luke. I would like a Luke. Yeah, Luke's great. You've met him. You've spent time with him. He's great with Ocean. Luke, you know, it just sort of fell into my lap after my last breakup. We, I talked about this on my first episode of my podcast. Like we met or we became friends um, at my girlfriend's wedding. 
we walked down the aisle together as like bridesmaid groomsmen. Oh, wow. And this is like a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I basically, once I like was able to get off my phone and stop worrying about life in Los Angeles over that weekend in Colorado, but my phone was actually taken away from me, which was the best thing that could have happened. Who to took me. your phone from you? Two of my friends. Good. <laughs> and they're good, like, good, you'll good. never know who has it, but one of us. And I'm like, you know what? What do we need it for? Yeah. Like if, if there's an emergency, my mom knows who to call. Like that's all that matters right now. And then I made Luke essentially like my handler for the weekend. I'm like, so you're my groomsman and you are going to just make sure that I have my shit together. And you're going to fuck kind me of right. Don't right now. <laughs> yeah. And then we that. had sex behind a tent and it was great. At the wedding? At the wedding? Mm-hmm. <gasps> On the ranch. The first yeah. time? Uh-huh. Oh! She says, uh-huh. uh-huh. She says, yes! <laughs> Standing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you like pushed up against like a wall or something? It was like behind a tent. I guess like, you were in a tent. So. <gasps> yeah. So were you like bent over? Yeah. Yeehaw. Doggy style. Yeah. Doggy <gasps> style. Yeah. Well, we Bitch, were like in sounds- our outfits. Like he was like, oh, do you want to come grab the dogs with so me? So was it like because I'm all, the zipper? I'm super like emotional. Like where are the dogs at? The wedding part's over. The kids are gone. Can we bring the dogs to the reception? Like, <laughs> you know, six dogs on the ranch. So he's like, okay, let's go get the dogs. And was then Jill he there? kissed me. Jill was there. Jill, okay. the German Shepherd. And then he kissed me and he said, you know, he's like, I didn't think it would escalate that quickly. I was like, because you don't know me that well. <laughs> can you do the splits? Can I? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What is yeah, the I split? know for a, f- can she do the splits? The splits. Like Anyone, a split. Like yes. a cheerleader. Anyone oh. who can do splits, I know you're a bag of fun in bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a cheerleader and I'm still flexible. Mm-hmm. I'm like Tom Schwartz, but like a little, like Tom Schwartz's body, but just like I move a lot more. You know what I mean? Is Tom Schwartz flexible? Is this, what do you mean? He's a little flexible. Is he? Oh, I don't know. Long and lanky. The model bodies, that's what I call it. The long, lanky, it's like my sister. But like like not really in control of it with like not great posture. (laughs) Yeah, but the the way your body is, Dodie, like when you have like a little tank top on without a bra, like the way your boobs sit, it's like very sexy. I hope it stays that way. You know, like, mm. if I start curving my shoulders, I have um, shoulder blades that look like wings. Yeah, they do. I love it. <laughs> I do it's not. so chic. So I have to, like, push back or else yeah. I'm just going to look kind of like Gollum. <laughs> I think it's so chic and, like, cute of you. Thank you. I really like it. But you also liked my elf ear. Uh, that is true. And I pinned that shit I back. know. I, I was did. so mad at her when she was going to pin her ears. I'm like, you don't were? do it. I'm like, don't do it. I love your ears. What do you think now? <laughs> I mean, she's hot always. So it <laughs> I love really you matter. so much. I love you too. Does Luke co-host the podcast? Yes. Here's one thing. So your podcast, what's your podcast all about? Sex and love and relationships and dating and just a really unfiltered, really raw. Like for me, it was, it's my favorite thing to talk about. Obviously, I wrote my book, He's Making You Crazy, and I don't want to be pigeonholed sort of into that, oh, hack your boyfriend's phone. Like, I'm 39 now. Like, I've grown. However, I still am just so fascinated by the psychology behind why people make the decisions that they make, the choices that they make in their relationships, how open are people to talking about sex and the people that aren't, because I firmly stand by if you can't talk about sex, you shouldn't be having it. You should. And I don't mean publicly. Wow. I don't mean you have to like air your laundry to everybody. But I just think if you can't communicate with your partner, like what you want, what you like, what you don't like, why it, why can't you just be honest about all that? It's such an intimate act to be, you know, 
intimate in and that have, way. Have you always felt that way, or is it ha- has it been as you've gotten older? Because as for, I've gotten older, for okay. sure. I'm, I'm, I've always been pretty open about it, but just not like. But as did you educated. think of did you think about sex as an intimate moment? Because as I've no. gotten older, when I was younger, okay, I did that. No, it was like you whatever. fuck whoever it was for fun. Yeah, whatever. Right, one night stand, no but big. But now, even now though, like when I, especially like after my last relationship and being single. I'm like, it is fine for me to sleep with people on a first date. I can do whatever the hell I want to. Right. Does it make me a slut? It doesn't, like, why are dudes allowed to do it and we're not? It's like that empathy versus slut, slut shaming Which, shit. by the way, we but all think choice, that that's... it's my my body, and if I want to do it, then I will. And if I don't want to, then I don't. I love that you have a podcast that is talking about that because as much as we sit here and go women have moved leaps and bounds and like we can do what men do no we can't right i go out and i talk about sex and what would your daughter think what would my daughter think about me having consensual sex and me talking about it oh my god um i hope she'd feel empowered that's what i hope she would yeah exactly like just being open and honest and vulnerable and i just think it's so fucking interesting and like having luke on Mill perspective because Luke it was just we we became friends and he obviously doesn't live in California we were we just started talking on the phone for like hours and hours and hours a day and I don't even know the moment that it happened where we were talking about our own relationships but like his past relationships and in full fucking detail and breaking down the psychology of everything and like why he was emotionally unavailable when he was younger why how old is he now he's 31 he's still young but like he's really able to say like oh yeah i had this one girlfriend who's on and off for four years and essentially he's like at times i was just kind of using her i knew she was in love with me but she helped me with my business she helped me watch my dogs she's really hot we had great sex and i basically used her and for a man to like admit that not he's not proud of it but just yeah that's what i did and now i'm i'm aware of that and i wouldn't treat someone like that again because I'm like you can't call your ex crazy when that's what you were doing not saying she's not crazy I don't know the girl I don't know any of these people but you have to take into consideration the position you were putting her in totally and so that's why I'm like you know what I really need you on this podcast because I want to like paint these scenarios that we've gone through separately together or other people have been through and then start bouncing off of each other because we share very similar points of view and like morals and ethics but we have very different opinions of about course you're shit. you're a woman he's a man yeah so you're going to have completely and he may be able to shed light correct for because i will never pretend like we had um mike johnson on the podcast and he's a sex coach he was on the bachelorette mm-hmm. but i was telling him what i crave in a relationship is transparency and consistency so consistency. if you are going to be Ooh. in and out be in and out consistently yeah okay don't expect anything from me because I've now created the boundary. You have been transparent, letting me know you're going to pop in and out and we're just fucking. Guess what? Great. I know what to expect. Exactly. But when you come into my space and you start trying to win over my heart and have me let my guard down and then you expect me to flip the switch when you're ready to just have it be a fuck, I can't go there. No. Hell no. That's It's like Luke and I have talked about the difference between ghosting or like leaving someone unread is what he calls it. If it's like I talked about this guy that I dated or not dated, but that like I was hooking up with or tried to hook up with whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And then this guy was like all up my ass for like 
this many days and then flaked on me when we were supposed to hang out and then just like stopped texting me back. And Luke's like, no, nah, it's not really ghosting though. It's like leaving you unread. And now I'm learning about this thing called breadcrumbing, which is kind of what you're talking about. Okay, what is that? Where, where it's like, I'm going to leave you these little crumbs, this little trail. I'm going to give you everything you want and then I'm going to flip this. Yeah, it's just like, oh, now I'm not around anymore. Like, no, that like, that doesn't fucking work for me. Just call a spade a spade. Yeah. Say it is what it is. If you just want to sleep together or like hang out casually, then just say that. I'm not, like, I'm 39 fucking years old. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And back in the day, I remember my friends would come to me or I would not so much because the that movie, he's just not that into you really resonated oh. with me. So love it. Back in the day, my friends would come to me and they'd say, he's he's not texting me back. I don't understand. And I was like, that's he doesn't need to tell you he's not interested. He is telling you he's not interested. But as I get older, I don't have time for that. You Mm -hmm. can't reel me in and then ghost because I'm a grown up and a mother and I need this thing called closure because yeah. I'm a communicator and I find that everything wrong in the world is because there's no communication. Lack of communication, 100%. There's no communication and there's also no like, we may not agree, but like we got to respect. I respect that you're not interested anymore. Right. But just like lay it out for me. Yeah. Just be fucking honest and let's just move on and stop wasting precious time that we have on this goddamn earth. Right. Because then I'm sitting here and I'm making up a fucking story yes. in my head. That's mm-hmm. the story of my life. And, and I say when this did all that the time. Start it's like because when me. you don't have answers to questions that you are asking bluntly, honestly, truly, vulnerably, you have no choice but to start making up these scenarios in your head that are probably so far from the truth. Totally. And then that's yes. a spiral. And that's based on everything that you've gone through with your past people, things yes. when you grew up. Like you, that is what you are conditioned to believe at this point. So, guys, stop fucking around. Just be honest. Just be honest. And I would almost rather be alone forever than have someone come into my world who breadcrumbs me. Yeah. Or is dishonest. Who's doing this tug of war with your emotions. Leave me alone. Like, I'm good on my own, dude. I don't need you to come in and give me anything. In fact, you're just like adding a lot of chaos into my life. Chaos and stress and just unneeded bullshit. Like, the way to my vagina is through my heart. Be a good dude and, like, you're going to get laid. Just be a good dude. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm in the season of the way to my vagina is my heart. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't passing this good, good around to just anybody (laughs) all right there may be a new season where that is offered but right now right but that's but that's up to you yes do you still consider yourself single or like what what is happening with your co-host is he just a co-host we haven't are you are you i know i haven't even we haven't even talked about this like co-hosting right his dick is in my vagina (laughs) co-hosting okay they're also co we're all okay so you're in a co-hosting relationship yeah and we haven't, like, I haven't, we literally haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. We've talked about sleeping together and all of that, but, but, um, relationship wise, yeah, we haven't, we have, there's no label, but he's like okay with that. Are you okay with that too? I, it's my choice. But, okay. But like, we're dating. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. you haven't even ventured into conversations about you don't live here. What's the game? Plan? No, but he just it's like he knows I'm not sleeping with anyone else. I'm not going on dates with anyone else. So essentially, I think it is what it is. But but he's fine with the fact that I'm haven't been quite ready to say, like, I'm checking the box. You're my boyfriend. Like, 
Isn't oh, it so strange? You know. Because you talking about it, you're very much from an outside perspective in a relationship. But yeah. just that little conversation about the label really does change everything. It, it does for me because like the last relationship I was in, the last two relationships I was in, I was like, this is my person. Well, I'll say with Carter, I was like, this is my person forever, 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 right? And I stand by that I think if Carter and I didn't have the issues that we had, which were all aired on the show, um, I think we could have been something really great. That's yeah. the way that the world took us. I still have a lot of love, a lot of respect for him. He's in a happy relationship. We're friends. Then when I started dating my ex-boyfriend, I put all of my eggs into that fucking basket. And in hindsight, I mean, I cared about him. I'm not going to be a dick and say, like, fuck him. I never loved him or something. But in hindsight, it really was like I saw a goal and I wanted to achieve that goal. And that goal was I'm getting married, having a baby. I'm too old for this shit. Selling my house and moving into his house. Like, let you know, I quit smoking. Thank God. But like <laughs> that was really at the in the moment, it was more of a I need to please him to prove to him that I'm ready to get pregnant. And I'm really glad that I did it for, for me at the end of the day. But it was just like, no matter all the fighting that he and I went through and all of the chaos and all the bullshit, I just kept going, it's okay. We're going to be okay once once we get pregnant, once we get married. Everything's going to be okay. I'm going to be the person he wants me to be. And that was like a huge fucking mistake. So I'm very grateful that he broke up with me. I'm, I have to be because I it was like a when I dated Tom Sandoval, even though I was really young, I would have stayed in that till the bitter fucking end, even though we were miserable. Do you think that you're was attracted to ex. misery? I chaos? think at times I have been. And I think I'm finally like I've found my zen in you that. yourself out. And yeah. And like when I when Luke and I became good friends and just realizing like there is there are men out there who are not assholes who are normal who are gonna create like a safe space for you be your best right friend. and not to say that luke and i've never gotten in an argument or like w whatever before because we have and we've been on road trips together 16 hours where we've ruffled each other's feathers but just because one of us pops off it doesn't mean like shit hit the fan it's the end of the world for the rest of the day now we're gonna fight for three days it's like take a breath let's talk it out why did we have that moment, apologize, and move the fuck on. And it's it an is adult—it's so, an adult relationship. It is so relaxing. It's like the elephant mm -hmm. is off your. And chest. I just feel protected. I feel safe. I feel like my best interests are looked out for. I love and, all of this. And for you. he's very patient, and he knows that I, he knows all the shit. Like, what is the Marilyn Monroe quote? Like, you don't—if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Absolutely. And. I'm not one to be like, here's all my trauma. Now you take that baggage. However, I am one to say, there's a lot of shit you might find out about me based on the job that I used to have. So let me just lay it out for you. And if you want to run, run now. Mm -hmm. Well, he, don't I feel like later. anybody who is with you, you, me, any woman, you, yeah. I don't need to lay my baggage out and my trauma for you. As the relationship goes on, you're going to see it. <laughs> Right. Like you're going to we're going to we're going to yeah. have fights. We're going to do all of these little things where I'm triggered and you're going to know, OK, that is a trauma for her. Right. So but, but exactly. But like he's he gets that and he's OK with that just as like a normal human being should be. As long as you going back to what you said, huge moment, have communication as long as you can fucking talk about it. 
break it down, set boundaries. Like he's, you know, you, like you always, words are hard. <laughs> you take out the things on, you take things out on the people that are closest to you. That is just like a fact, right? It shouldn't really be that way, but it's the person that you feel the most connected with that you can complain shit, complain about shit to. And I think that in a healthy relationship, what I'm learning is that that is okay and it should feel safe and okay. But also then you kind of, like, I don't want to do that to him all the time. I now catch myself like taking a breath and going, do I really need to call him to tell him about this bullshit com- that happened oh to me gosh. today just to like rain on his parade? Dodie, I'm or going I through the same thing right now where I'm literally stopping myself from like calling people to tell them about things. And I'm like, am I just giving this more life than it even right. needs? Right. It's very intense. I'm actually really proud of us. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. It's all good. I know that we're all in this together, man. Yes, we're evolving every day. I dig it. And I'm so happy that you came on my podcast. Me Where too. This can... is the first time. It's the first time. And I'm, I love it though, because your podcast, it really is great. I've listened. Thank you. I love the name. I love, you have a very good voice. Not everyone is meant to put their voice onto a mic and yeah. directly into the ears. So good on you for that. Where can people listen to your podcast? You can listen to it anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Spotify, Amazon, Apple, et cetera, et cetera. Sex, love, and what else matters. I'm with so happy for moi. you. With Yay. you and your co-host. And you need to come on mine. You tell me when. You. Yeah. you tell me when, boo-boo. Yeah. I love you so because much. Because I love, I my favorite thing about, not my favorite thing about you, Jess, everything <laughs> is, but I love Jess's Instagram and how she trolls her boyfriend. And it just gives me so much life. No, I've and told I think her I'm that, glad. The, that, that is so important in relationships too is like, trolling your significant other and like having that laugh and like that like harmonious like well playing it's like playful I I think a lot of people don't have the playfulness or they get to like a seriousness or like a a, we're adults we're not gonna act this way and I'm like I'm gonna be like this forever he'll be like this forever I'm envious in the best way possible of your relationship with Kyle and when you tell me you're like going home or you're to and Kyle's doing this that and the other you're making dinner you're having Christmas wherever I'm like I want to be there it just seems like good vibes. Well, either of you are more than welcome. When just she come. bought the patio furniture <laughs> and Kyle was like, Did, oh my God, Jess, I died. Bought this patio furniture and she's like, for our kind of small patio, which isn't. Mine's like half that size in my apartment now. But he was like, it's not going to fit. It's not going to fit. And she's like, well, if we just move it over a little bit this way, now the door shuts. And it's just everything's like just watching shut, them just like go at each other in like the cutest way possible. I'm like, oh my God, there's love still in this world. So I know. It gives anything you is possible. Well, thank you. I guys. love you guys so much. What a great episode. And I love yeah. you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I will catch you next week. Next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.